I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. The 11 to 1 show. A popular festive film is getting a sequel and I am very excited about this and I have no doubt you're going to be as well. More details after Tracy Chapman on 11 to 1. Tracy Chapman, baby, can I hold you? LMFM's 11 to 1. Sinead Brazel here with you. 086-1800-658 if you'd like to get in touch. So I'm very excited about this and I feel that we have... We have justification in talking about festive things because the weather is so rubbish and apparently it's not looking great for the weekend. But look, enough doom and gloom because this festive classic, which was released in 2006, starring Cameron Diaz and Kate Winslet, Jack Black and Jude Law, is getting a sequel. Yeah, I absolutely love this movie. It's called The Holiday. And if you haven't seen it, it tells the story of two women. They swap homes during the festive period. So Iris, played by Kate Winslet, she stays in Amanda, played by Cameron Diaz. They swap houses. So she stays in her fancy LA pad while Amanda retreats to Iris's country escape in the cutest, most adorable, charming cottage that you could ever come across. And both of them are looking for a change of pace in their lives. You know, they've suffered bad breakups, heartache, but they end up finding themselves falling in love with each other's worlds. So Amanda falls for Iris's brother, Graeme, played by Jude Law, and Iris finds love with Amanda's colleague, Miles, played by Jack Black. And I've just come across this scene here. It just reminds me, it, it hits me in the gut the same way Emma Thompson's little bit in love, actually, when she realises that her husband is a cheat. Uh, hits me in the gut. This is Iris telling Miles that she knows how he feels because she has been jilted and cheated on before. Here it is. I know it's hard to believe people when they say I know how you feel. But I actually know how you feel. You see, I was um, seeing someone back in London we work for the same newspaper. And then I found out that he was also seeing this other girl, Sarah, from the circulation department on the 19th floor. Turned out that he wasn't in love with me, like I thought. What I'm trying to say is I understand feeling as small and as insignificant as humanly possible. 
Oh, it just gets me every time. It really does. So fans like me are wondering what became of Amanda and Graeme and Iris and Miles all these years later. Well, we might need not need to wonder for much longer because according to Insider, the original cast of the film is going, is going to reunite for the sequel. So the source say that Cameron, Kate, Jude and Jack have all reportedly signed up to start filming the hit's predecessor in 2023. So they say the plan is to start rolling on scenes next year, primarily in the UK and in Europe. And the main talent are all signed up and on board. It's one of the most successful movies of its kind, still enjoyed, oh, still enjoyed every year by millions of fans around the world. So it makes perfect sense to revisit the characters and find out what happened to them after they hooked up. It's going to be funny, poignant, heartwarming, just what everyone wants for Christmas. Oh, come on. Let Just indulge us a bit longer with this. Now, look, you can't mess with the classic, right? The absolute first movie is just amazing and I will watch it. It doesn't matter what part of the movie it's on. I will just join the parts that it's at and watch it from there. It's absolutely brilliant. So I'm excited. I'm excited to see what they're going to do for a sequel. Probably won't be till around Christmas 2024. But, you know, we can hope and dream and, and wish for that to happen. So there you go. Nice little bit of news for fans of that movie. Now, getting back to the music, here's Dua Lipa. There's Dua Lipa, Don't Start Now and LMFM's 11 to 1. Want to just remind people that Pride Vibes is back for summer 2023. It's our online radio station playing the biggest hits and shining a light on Irish life with conversations around the issues that matter. So we're counting down to parades and celebrations across Ireland. You can stream it on lmfm.ie on the app and join the community's biggest stars at pridevibes.ie and Pride Vibes is proudly supported by Maldron Hotels. Escape your way at Maldron Hotels.com. Listen live now with LMFM. So talking about the hotels there and getting away, what about vacations? How would you like to win a €150 one-for-all voucher? Courtesy of Falter Ireland, we're going to be giving away on tomorrow's show. It's all with thanks to them and their vacation campaign that they are running. I'm going to tell you all about that competition. Plus, I've got music from Ella Henderson on the way. The 11 to 1 show. I had the best vacation ever in County Mead this week. I'm going to tell you all about that. It's all in association with Vulture Ireland. We're running a competition with them all this week. Details on the way after Ella Henderson. Here she is with React. Loving that one. Yes, it is the sample of Robert Miles' children. Ella Henderson with React on LMFM's 11 to 1. Now, I was really just treated to the most amazing vacation ever, all in association with Falter Ireland. Such a ball. Such a ball I had. Didn't matter that it was raining. We just got on with it. That's what Irish people do, don't we? we we're dedicated to the vacation, whether it's rain, sun, snow, we're doing it. Well, all this week I've teamed up with Falter Ireland. We want to help you have the best vacation ever. So I was out and about at Emerald Park. I know. And Fornox Megalithic Passage Tomb, a really brilliant little gem hidden in Stamullen. And I was out and about at this because I want to give you the inside scoop on some of the amazing activities, attractions and experiences that you can experience right on your doorstep. And you can have your own best vacation as well. So the best thing about this is there's so much to discover so close to home. You'll have great crack. You'll experience the feeling of a holiday all in one day. 
and it is a day well spent. We have a 150 euro one for all voucher up for grabs. I want you to experience your own daycation. You can also treat your friends, the whole family or partner to a daycation too. And there's so many ideas. You can check them out, discoverireland.ie and look for the hashtag best daycation ever. So we have a 150 euro one for all voucher up for grabs. I'm asking you to describe your best daycation ever. We've had everything from the beach in the rain and picnics in the car from Claire earlier on this week we also had memories of court town oh listen that brought me right back to a childhood down in the caravan in court town amazing we love that as well it could be anywhere in Ireland somebody else said they were in Castlecomer Discovery Park in Kilkenny that is brilliant to bring the kids they'd be wrecked running around that somebody else suggested Mellows Adventure Centre over in Meath I'm definitely bringing the little guy to that because do you know what the best thing about this is? It's completely a daycation for mommy and daddy because you just watch your kids run amok while you enjoy a coffee. I mean, bliss. Absolute bliss. So I'm asking you, what was your best daycation ever? Tell me about it. Who did you bring? What did you do? Where did you go? Did you bring a picnic? 086-1800-658 and we're giving that voucher away on tomorrow's show. And there's a thousand... Picture this, never change on LMFM's 11 to 1. So a unique event highlighting the plight of the bumblebee, including music, film, a guided walk and so much more is happening this month. I had to find out more about it. So the musician involved in this and the organiser of it, Brenda Castles, she's in studio and she has her concertina with us as well. So we're going to have a nice treat as well. We're going to meet her just after these. The 11 to 1 show. My first guest this morning comes from a rich tradition of music in County Meath, having learned concertina under the tutelage of Rena Trainer and Michal O'Rahlig. She's several All-Ireland FLA titles to her name, both as a soloist and in group competitions, and she's featured on many radio and TV programmes, regularly performing as well at home and abroad, in between a very busy teaching schedule. Now she's curated a really unique event. It's happening on August 26th, highlighting the decline of the bumblebee. The show is called Plight of the Bumblebee, and I'm delighted to have Brenda Castles in studio with me now. You're very welcome. How are you getting on? I'm grand. Thanks a million, Sinead. Great to have you on the show. Now, before we discuss this really cool event, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Where does the love of music come from? Or were you one of these children like I was that was sort of sent off to lessons, whether you liked it or not? Well, there's a bit of that in it, yeah. My father plays banjo, so he made sure we all uh, went to lessons. It, it was a, a labour, God help my parents, having to bring three kids uh, to, to lessons uh, multiple nights a week. So, um, But I think with kids you nearly have to at some point make them they're not yeah. going to or they're going to give up so I'm glad they made me there was always the you can give it up if you want you know and yeah. then you'd kind of go oh no I'll, I'll stay going stay going <laughs> we were the same we we all did piano lessons so all the scales all that sort of stuff We but our parents were very sort of they didn't really come from musical backgrounds themselves so they were very like no you're, you're going to have this and you're right it does stand to you and it, does. It, it really does kind of you know give you that discipline of going to practice every day and kind of being being dedicated to something. So where does the concertina come into play then? Was that the first instrument that you were introduced to or where does that love come from? Yeah, well, we most of us start on the tin whistle, but yeah, the first main instrument uh, I was introduced to was the concertina because Rihanna was a very close neighbour and um, I don't, I didn't particularly want to play it. Uh, so I'm still not quite sure about it, but <laughs> <laughs> all these years later, but... Um, 
I suppose I, I'm glad that I play it now because you can play more than one note at once on it. Mm. I think I'd be bored with an instrument that you can only play one note at a time on. So that's the conclusion I've come to. Yeah, and it is. It's a, it's a really, it's one of those instruments that is, as you say, it's very fascinating to kind of watch people do it as well. And you mentioned Rena there. I mean, talk about the cream of the crop in terms of like tutors that you had. You were very lucky. Yeah, very lucky where we came from. And Rena, when I took over her classes when she, uh, when she died at a young age and then um, I ended up going to Michal, who had also been taught by her, and was very lucky to have uh, to have that class of musician to to teach me from the age of about sixteen on till nineteen, uh, until I I went off myself. Yes, I went on on your own is right, but you did, like most people who have a love of music and want to maybe pursue it career wise, you do have the lovely degree to fall back on in something very <laughs> different, isn't that right? Yeah, and I suppose it com- uh, kind of comes in then with this concert, uh, the the degree in veterinary medicine. I was always mad about horses, and uh, I suppose yeah, I just decided I wanted to be a vet from a, quite a young age. Um, whether that was a wise decision or not, my mother tried to put me off. She was probably right. I should have done pharmacy, but there you go. Here we are. <laughs> Here we are. So the love, you have the love of the music and you have the love of, of animals, but you've spent quite a bit of time as well in New York, haven't you? Um, in, in America, yeah. Um, I was over there playing. Uh, I met on my travels a man called Mick Maloney who died last year, this time last year, and ended up playing a lot with him around America and in Ireland and other other spots as well. So uh, yeah, I, I'm just back from there. Actually, I was teaching at the uh, the Catskills Irish Arts Week there. Last oh, fantastic! Week, so. so you're still kind of over and back. You have the connections over and back there. a lot. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So tell me about this event because this is such a unique event. I love the name of this, by the way. Plight of the Bumblebee after Flight of the Bumblebee, the <laughs> iconic piece of music. I love this. Tell me, sort of, where did the idea for the event come from? Well, I suppose it was a bit whimsical in that um, I suppose the uh, the hexagon is the shape of the that uh, makes up uh, the honeycomb um, and the the I suppose the main part of the hive and uh, concertina is hexagonal as well and oh, then yeah, okay. there's kind of some link musical links some of them I knew already but you know concertina makes use of drones and uh, they're drone bees they're the female bees that uh, do all the work in the hive. And then as I was researching it all, um, the queen bees make noises called uh, tooting and piping. Um, and that allows um, the first queen that emerges to locate all the un- other unemerged queens and wow. she then kills them because oh, there can only be one of queen. Yes. So uh, tooting and piping. And I have recordings of those sounds that will be uh, will be part of this kind of event, which involves a, a film um, with live music, a uh, musical score composed by me and uh, played by two other musicians along with myself. So, Isn't that fascinating? I had no idea that there was such a connection between the music that you play and I suppose the music of the bees. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's I suppose, in, in a, a touch whimsical, but yeah, yeah, there is the tooting and piping and then bees do a dance, two dances called the round dance and the waggle dance. And both of those dances are to let the other bees know where the good nectar is and it gives it's quite precise it it tells them in relation to the sun and exactly how far Um, and they'll give them a taste of the uh, good nectar before they do the dance and and yeah there's footage of that as well in the film so That's amazing so you have kind of been on a journey I suppose as well learning all about this as well Yeah there's a lot There's a lot in there because we were talking before we came on there about the the folklore involved the religion involved in, 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 in kind of connection with bees as well there's a lot that you've kind of 
uncovered in the research. Yeah, bees were very important in Ireland and there's uh, several saints associated with bees. Um, there's St. Gubnet, the patron saint, I think of beekeepers, and uh, St. Madaunoak. Um, I hadn't heard of him, who went to Wales and learned beekeeping there and is credited with bringing beekeeping back to Ireland, although, you know, it probably existed before before Christianity. But um, also then bees were so important in Ireland that they were written into law. Uh, the bee laws or the Beckbraha um, have have certain laws uh, associated with bees, such as uh, it's to do with if you get stung, what you're entitled to. Oh, and right. if you kill okay. the bee, how that affects your entitlements and, and things like that. It was really... Uh, really quite important. So, yeah. so, so now to see where we have kind of become now with the decline of the bee population and the, the big concern in regards to that, it's it's crazy to think that we had to held them in so so much regard, mm. and now like they're declining, and we need to really do something about it. This is sort of the the, the idea behind the event as well. Yeah, just to, I I mean there is definitely more awareness now, but I think there's things that people still aren't clear on, and I wasn't, and I learned a lot uh, while looking. Uh, well, researching this project, I suppose. But, uh, you know, the bees didn't start declining until 97. Um, there's a, a great man called Peter Walsh, who I have, I have yet to meet. But uh, he, he he was counting bees and uh, the decline started in 97. And it, it, it is now at 80 percent of like for every two, wow. uh, for every hundred that there were then there's only two. <laughs> Oh my God, that it's is extremely depressing. That is so extremely depressing. But you're not going to be depressed because then okay. we're kind of like, what can we do to help? And yes. there, there are things. You know, yeah, so. and I, I, I've noticed as well in urban areas around here, you know, in, in estates and stuff, people are kind of leaving little meadows. You know, there was an initiative, No Mo May, which my husband absolutely embraced. <laughs> Happened to all. <laughs> so there's yeah. things like that that are working. But this movie, you're hoping, will kind of give people more ideas and, yeah. and raise that, that focus. You've visited Beewise which is a fascinating place I knew nothing about. Uh, tell us about this. Yeah, Beewise is amazing. Beewise.ie in Kilmessen, uh, outside Trim I suppose. Um, and it's a facility run by a great man called Paddy Gorman and um, he has a nature trail with ponds and Irish tea tree. He's made the first Irish tea tree honey. Uh, he can't call it that because yes, the tea tree is of course, you know, yeah. it's kiwi but it's essentially the same thing. And um, he has a glass beehive and he opens to Amazing. the public um, on Sundays and maybe more. You can check it out on the website. Um, and he has events, the story of honey. He shows how you uh, how you harvest the honey yeah. and things like that. So it's a, an amazing facility and it's in like it's just in the depths of the countryside. Oh, uh, that's know, going to be so. on my to do list because I'm going to yeah. be off for a couple of weeks. I'm definitely going to check that out. Even the, the idea of a glass beehive so people can see everything that's going on. Yeah. You, you also paid a visit as well to Pat Clark, Strawberry, uh, the Strawberry Man in Stamullen as I come. Yeah, in Stamullen. It was funny. I was looking uh, during the research. I realised that honeybees aren't actually obviously at risk because they're they're farmed basically yes. now at this stage. Um, and I realised I needed to try and find out more about the bumblebees. So um, fruit farms like Clark's in Stamullen use bumblebees to uh, for pollination. And so we went there, myself and Dave Grant is the videographer I'm using and um, working with. And um, uh, we went over there and they had all the strawberry, all the berries growing and, uh, and plenty of bumblebee action there. So we've got great footage of that with the pollen stuck to their back legs like trousers. 
Um, and yeah, uh, Pat was really very kind to let us uh, to let us use the farm. So that'll be all as part of this as well. Now yeah. you did mention that you composed seven pieces for this, yeah, which is seven or eight, yeah, something which like is that. Quite a body of work. So will you be playing live along with this, or is this in the actual movie? Yes. Yeah, so the the way the evening will go is um, Paddy Gorman will bring people through the the Bwise facility. Um, then I'm hoping to have some mead uh, delivered Lovely. from Kinsale Mead, uh, w- which I f- I met them at uh, the Bloom Festival. And uh, mead is very nice. And uh, so I have a <laughs> limited uh, supply of that. And then after that, we'll go inside to the honey room um, and have the film. And uh, during the film will be uh, myself and uh, guitarist Tony Byrne and uh, violinist Aaron Hennessy will be playing the pieces uh, during the mo- during the film, you know, during the short film. Fantastic. So. Well, you're going to treat us to a little bit of this now, aren't you? What Do you want to introduce what you're going to play? Yeah, let's see. Which one will I play? I'll maybe play... I have a choice of two. I'll play um, the Queen Bee. Oh yes, hornpipe. very appropriate. The queen, yeah, yeah. You know, nothing okay. could be done without the Queen. That's so, it, absolutely. Uh, you you get yourself set up there and I will tell people about details because if people want to get tickets, by the way, this is August 26th that it's on. It's going to be a really, really unique event. As you say there, guided walk, the film and the concert itself and lovely mead as well, which we're very excited about. You can check it out, eventbright.ie. If you search up Plight of the Bumblebee, you'll find all the details of it there and we will post a link as well on our social media so people can get tickets directly. Okay, Brenda, you ready? I am. Take it away, go for it. Thank <laughs> you. 
was absolutely amazing. I can totally hear what you're talking about with the the drone of the of the bee there. Absolutely, yeah. Brilliant. And you have to imagine the guitar and the violin as well. Yes, it all out the, with, the fo- with some more drones and things. Like absolutely that brilliant. Well, look, I wish you the best of luck with this. I think what you're doing is really important, raising awareness, and to do it through art is a fantastic idea. But thank you so much for coming in and joining Thanks us. Thanks very today. much. Thanks for, for having me. Now, uh, as I mentioned, eventbrite.ie, plight of the bumblebee, August 26th. The 11 to 1 show. LMFM Northeast Update with Senator Windows. Senator Windows products will help you create a secure, comfortable, energy efficient home you're proud of. Call 0818 On this day in 1492, Christopher Columbus set sail on his first voyage with his three ships headed off for the Indies. And today is National Watermelon Day. It's a very simple one. It's all about celebrating this tasty and delicious fruit. And watermelon is a type of fruit that is enjoyed all around the world. Not only does it taste delicious, but it has lots of nutrients. Nutritional, nutritional benefits as well. So National Watermelon Day today. LMFM Northeast Update with Senator Windows. Creating the perfect home is a journey. Let us guide you. Visit our Drada, Dundalk and new Navin showrooms. Discover more at senatorwindows.ie. There's Westlife with Uptown Girl and LMFM's 11 to 1. News at 12 is approaching, but after that, how would you like to win tickets to the Wax Museum? Plus, I'll be giving those away. Plus, Her Outdoors, it's a new campaign encouraging women to take take up outdoor activities. We're going to be finding out more about that as well. The 11 to 1 show. I think that you could do with a treat. Who wants family passes to the Wax Museum Plus? I've got details of how you can win on the way. What is love? What is love? Had away, what is love on LMFM's 11 to 1. Love is giving somebody special in your life something nice. And that's what I'm going to do. Yeah. How would you like a great day out for all of the family? Well, the lovely people at the National Wax Museum Plus. They are now located, by the way, on Westmoreland Street in Dublin. They've given us not one, but two family passes to give away. That includes two adults and two kids over five. By the way, the kids under five go completely free. And we're giving them away today. Now, if you've never been there, right, you're in for a treat because there's everything from the Great Irish Room to the Chamber of Horror Wax World, which is a really just a children's fantasy gone mad, and Science and Discovery Zone. And there's so many celebrity waxwork figures that you can pose beside as well. So I'm asking you today for your chance to win. Tell me, what celebrity waxwork would you pose beside and why? Now, we all know who I'd pose beside. He's my number one guy, star of the Matrix franchise and many others, Mr. Keanu Reeves. I would just be in my element posing beside him in waxwork form because let's be honest I'm not getting an inch of him in real life so we're going in a fantasy this morning or this afternoon so what celeb waxwork would you pose beside and why let me know 086 1800 658 and you could be getting your hands on a family pass to the Wax Museum Plus now located on Westmoreland Street. All the details of it, by the way, waxmuseumplus.ie. So get texting or WhatsApp and 086 1800 658. The Buzz on LMFM. Keep up to date with all the latest news and gossip on the LMFM app. Hi, I'm Crossy. Noel Gallagher has been talking about touring around the world. 
He's playing Kilmainham in the end of August. Here's what he had to say. And people who are not in bands, were, like, you know, just got back from America last Monday. How long's the tour going on for? And you go, oh, it's probably till 2024. And they always go, oh, man, you work in an office. You know, what are you offering me for? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's like, it's the best gig in the world. But then again, there are the nights where we've just done 26 gigs in America and uh, we walked on stage at this festival in Nottingham. The minute you walked on, it was just a different energy altogether. The crowd was amazing. And those are the nights that you live for. A sequel to The Holiday is reportedly in the works. The Sun is reporting the original cast, which includes Cameron Diaz, Kate Winslet, Jack Black and Jude Law, have all signed up to the second instalment of the Christmas movie. A source told the paper filming will begin in the UK and in Europe next year. Sarah Snook has been discussing life for Shiv after succession. Speaking to Variety, Sarah said Shiv was an outsider at the start of the series, which ended earlier on this year. I think Shiv's arc, you know, someone who was outside of the family at the beginning and didn't know whether she wanted to be sort of swept up in all the political machinations of the family. So she, you know, went to politics outside, but then finds herself kind of embroiled in it all and, and unable to escape. But also like the growth of a, of, a, of a person, you know, going from like girl to woman in, in a way. That's The Buzz. I'm Crossy. The Buzz on LMFM. Keep up to date with all the latest news and gossip on the LMFM app. Now, you heard it on The Buzz as well. The holiday, the sequel, definitely in the works. Absolutely fantastic news. Lots of messages coming in about celebrities on 086-1800-658. Keep those coming in to me. Back to the music now. Here's Ed Sheeran. I will remember how you kissed me Under the lamppost back on 6th Street Hearing you whisper through the phone Wait for me to come home Ed Sheeran photographing LMFM's 11 to 1. Now, Her Outdoors, it's a week aiming to celebrate and encourage more women to get out and enjoy the benefits of being in the outdoors. We're going to be finding out more about this. It's running from the 14th to the 20th of August. There's lots of different events happening around in the local area. We're going to be joined by Oren Doherty. He's Senior Sports Officer for Loud Local Sports Partnership. We're going to chat to him next. The 11 to 1 show. Her Outdoors Week, it's an initiative aiming to celebrate and encourage more women to get out and enjoy the benefits of being in the outdoors while bringing visibility to the opportunities for women to get involved in outdoor physical activity and sport. The initiative is running from the 14th to the 20th of August. There's some great events happening in the local area. Joining me now to tell us more is Oren Doherty. He's Senior Sports Officer for Loud Local Sports Partnership. How are you getting on, Oren? Great today, thank you. Great to have you on the show. Now, I'm loving that there is a week-long initiative like this because so often women don't really take the time out to go outside, enjoy the outdoors. Was that the main reason behind running an initiative like this or how did it come about? Yeah, pretty much. So she made, I suppose it's um, recognised that women are less active compared to the male comparisons across the country. There's been a huge focus through uh, local sports partnerships across the country and Sport Ireland to address that gradient between male and female participation within sport and physical activity. So Her Outdoors is in a week-long event in August um, aimed to, to encourage more females to get out and enjoy the outdoors within their local area, enjoy some physical activity on the land and in the water. And it creates that, as you were saying, the visibility around that and to make that opportunity local to them that they feel they could take part in that type of activity beyond Her Outdoors Week as well. So this is the third week of the initiative, or the third year of the initiative. Yeah. 
and it's happening from the 14th to the 20th of August uh, right across the country and it allows over, over uh, 24 events happening throughout the week and it's for females of all ages from teenage years right up to, to women uh, of all ages as well so we've quite a few activities on the land and then we have a lot on our water as well and I suppose we're quite lucky in now that we have the opportunity to do some stuff both in, in, in the land and on the water as well. Yeah, there's so much going on and I love, as you say there, it's so inclusive, it's for all age groups and you know, you mentioned there that research shows that women tend to participate less in outdoor activities than men and a lot of time I think safety is a concern as well, not having enough time for ourselves or and that's a big issue as well and maybe not feeling maybe confident around participating in sport. So how does a week like this aim to address some of these challenges that women face around activities Outside. Yeah, you're completely right. And the research would tell us that Irish women are, half, um, Irish women are much less likely to participate in a sport than their, their male counterparts. And the leading barriers to those are, as you're saying, lack of time, safety issues maybe for some people, local facilities and local opportunities. So it comes down to three key things, the capability of, of those females participating in sport and physical activity, having that opportunity local to them. But also that they feel that they belong to that opportunity, and it's for them. And also, also they have the motivation to do that. So that they, you know, they, maybe a lot of people know that physical activity is good for you, but it's the motivation to actually go and get from that contemplation stage to actually doing the activity. Oh, um, you hit the nail on the head, Oren. Listen, yeah, it, tells, it takes me a while, you know, to get that motivational yeah. drive you've hit the nail on the head but something like this as you say makes you know uh, people more aware of what's going on in their local area in terms of activities people are you know maybe discovering really unique events and unique activities that they can participate in so you have so much going on give us a flavour there there's about 24 as you said different events happening yeah, over the week 24 different events and this was something there for everybody really uh, with teenage leadership in the outdoors we have Nordic walking we have kayaking open water swimming Inclusive equestrian for females with a disability, uh, social cycling on the Greenway and in Sahara as well, beach yoga, uh, trail walking, stand up paddle boarding, river rowing, archery, orienteering and that's just the name of few. That's just a few. Yeah, and you know, I I, t- I took the kids uh, last year to the Carlingford Greenway. That is brilliant. That's that's a great yeah. way now to kind of ease your way into it because number one, it's really safe. You're you're off the road, off the main traffic. The stunning views there as well, and you can bring everyone with you if you don't have time out for yourself. You can actually bring everyone with you. So that's a great one. Also, I'm loving the beach yoga because you know, as we mentioned there as well, Oren, women really need to take some time out for themselves, and something like beach yoga yoga now is going to be a lovely event. Yeah, and that's, that's really the focus of it. Like, and I suppose one of the challenges for everyone involved in, in sport and within the sports partnerships is to maybe redefine what physical activity looks to people and what maybe sport looks to people, particularly teenage girls and women who maybe haven't been involved in competitive sport or don't see themselves as being sporty. Our role within the sports partnership is to get those people active and Part of that is to redefine what sport looks like for them. Yeah. Um, so, you know, and that goes deeper than just our doors. It's across all our work with teenage girls and other other groups we work with as well. And I suppose there's a piece around, you know, that uh, person taking part in sport in an organised way, maybe within a club. OK, mm-hmm. that's fine. But then making use of the facilities and the opportunities that we have locally that we can do that within our own time. So, for example, as you were saying, the Greenway. Yeah. We have that on our, on our doorstep. Let's make yeah. use of it. We have loads of really nice beaches and loads. We have trails and, you know, real natural environments that we can take part in sport and physical activity. It doesn't have to be organised. That you can do with your family network, you can do with your friends. It's that social connection around physical activity as well. I think it's quite important to 
highlight and recognise through things like a horror door as well. It's that connection socially that's important as well sometimes. Or I suppose hashtag is a lot of time around activities for women. We want you to find something that moves you. So that's yeah. something maybe that moves you physically. But there's also that social connection, that emotional movement as well that's going to make them keep coming back and back for more. The important piece for some people in terms of activity maybe isn't the actual activity itself. It's maybe the bit of crack that they're having, yeah. the bit of coffee afterwards. Oh, yes, you, you hit know, the nail on the head there. there you know, as well. Yeah, it's, completely, because well. that, that really is. And, you know, you mentioned there the open water swimming and a lot of people have taken to sea swimming. It's become a big thing in, in, in uh, since lockdown and everything. And I've noticed mm-hmm. an awful lot of women actually meeting up. There's different clubs. I know there's a mermaid group, they call themselves, yeah. locally as well. And they organise these great events. And like you say, it's the coming together, it's the camaraderie, it's that social aspect. And this is going to have have huge benefits not just physically but for the mental health as well absolutely yeah and, and, and I suppose what lockdown really taught us was that yeah. we really crave that social connection and things like our doors there's, there's no pressure around it it's, it's people coming together you know there, there's that you know there's that non-competitive aspect yes. of it which I suppose for teenage girls is really important one of the biggest things that teenage girls drop out of sport because it becomes too competitive and it doesn't mm. become fun for them and that social aspect of it kind of gets lost and the fun element gets lost. So certainly the more opportunities we can create for that environment where it's safe, it's, it's fun and there's a sense of maybe moments of pride still within it that they can see themselves improving. And I suppose it's, it can back to that social connection again. It's, it's really a real easy way to do it when it's managed properly and, and it's, the opportunities are available for people and yeah. people that are aware, are aware of the opportunities locally as well. Well this is the thing and this is where you guys come in absolutely and do you find that women are more likely to continue in the various activities that maybe they have tried during an initiative like this? Yeah, absolutely and I think the key to that is uh, that it's the choose activities that are readily available so some of them are seasonal like open water swimming you'd need to be really brave to be in the water in December and January. Yeah. You know, maybe not, it's not for everybody. I'm sure there's a few hearty souls that would do it. Like, oh, I see them more and they're crazy people, but yeah, they, <laughs> they, they, they do it and they run into the sea with such abandon and they keep telling me that, oh, it's amazing, you should try it. And I'm like, listen, I won't, I barely win the sea like in a heat wave. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that's yeah, that's yeah. me though. <laughs> a lot of the activities that we, we are promoting through our doors are available to people right throughout the year. Yeah. So that might be through a club it might be through an organised group or it might be through a, a facilitator. So like, there are activities that people can try during Horror Doors Week, but there are, there are activities that they can follow up and keep, keep participating in uh, during you know, all the times of the year as well. And a lot of them are low cost as well. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, like, you know, your open water swimming, you know, a, a swimsuit and a good dry robe afterwards and you're yeah. going on that one. You know, you're trail walking and the cycling. We're using facilities that are in the natural environment, so there's no cost in terms of renting facilities or that type of thing. So they're they're affordable for people and they're local as well. You know, they're within a distance as local. Yeah, people. you don't have to be travelling loads of distance. The, yeah, exactly. And it's highlighting the, the the you know the benefits of the natural environment we have. And I think we we can certainly you know do a lot more of those type of activities right throughout the year. And, and again, it goes back to that awareness piece that people may not have used the Greenway before. They may yeah. not have tried open water swimming on some of the beaches or whatever. So it's making that visibility clear for people as well. We do have these facilities on our doorstep and the opportunities are there. It's just a matter of 
you know, I'm, I'm using them absolutely. Yeah, completely. And you, you mentioned a key thing there as well: the the low cost or no cost at all, which is great. Mm-hmm. So people, uh, there, as you say, there, there's loads of different events happening for the week, right through the 14th to the 20th. The Facebook page, Loud Sports Partnership Facebook page, that's the best one for people to get all the details. Yeah, yeah. Our Facebook page, Loud Sports Partnership. We also have an Instagram page, yep. and all our events bookings can be completed through our event right page, which the links will be on our social media. Another good website for people would be the Sport Ireland website, so sportireland.ie slash for outdoors. Yeah. That would give people a flavour of, of the events that are happening right throughout the country. So there's a number of events right throughout the country. Perfect, uh, yeah. So, so that's where people, the one-stop shop for people to get all the information there. I think it's a brilliant initiative, Oren. I, I, I commend yourself and your colleagues there in Louth uh, Local Sports Partnership for getting it behind something like this and all the work that you're doing to encourage women to, to embrace an initiative like this. I wish you the best of luck with it. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks, Melissa. Thank you. Thank you so much. What a great idea. This is fantastic. As uh, Oren was pointing out there, from the 14th to the 20th, so many different things. So if you're not really into your competitive sport or you want something a bit more zen, like yoga on the beach, like that's, that's the one that I'm looking for. All of these are happening over that course of that week. So as we said, Loud Local Sports Partnership Facebook page, also their Instagram, sportsireland.ie forward slash her outdoors. The 11 to 1 show. Fantastic messages coming in on 086 1800 658, both for staycation, daycation ideas and the Wax Museum. I'll get to those very shortly. First, back to the music. Here's Niall Horan. LMFM Job Search with Local Heroes. Backed by Bordgosh Energy. Replace your old inefficient gas boiler with Local Heroes. Visit localheroes.ie. Draw the Credit Union require a new member services loan teller to join their team on a one-year fixed-term contract. The successful candidate must have one to two years experience in a financial services environment. Please email your CV to Sarah Lynch. She's recruitment at drawhadacu.ie. A hot and cold deli operative and supervisor is required at Circle Case to Hallmug, Carlinstown. Suitable applicant can start immediately. Please send your CV to Stahalmuk Stores, Stahalmuk, Carlinstown, County Meath, or you can email jobs at stahalmukstores.ie. Just Kids Crash in Montessori Drogheda require full-time kitchen staff to cover sick leave from 8.30am to 4.30pm Monday to Friday. To apply, email your CV to Emma justkids31 at gmail.com Don't forget all the details of those jobs can be found on our local job section on lmfm.ie LMFM Job Search with Local Heroes backed by Portgosh Energy for gas boilers, heat pumps and electric vehicle charge point installation visit localheroes.ie I have Wax Museum Plus Family Passes to give away. That gives you entry to two adults and two kids. Uh, by the way, kids under five go free and all the details can be found on waxmuseumplus.ie. And I'm asking you, what celebrity would you pose beside and why? Paul Trainer and Delique says he'd pose beside Michael D. Piggledy, otherwise known as Michael D. Higgins, a true king, he says. Hugh, Hugh Grant, oh my God, I'd absolutely love it, says Tarina Corrigan in Tenure. Uh, it has to be Bertie Hearn, says David. Oh, John Bon Jovi, because he's absolutely gorgeous, says Lisa. Also, Melissa would say John Bon Jovi as well, so you might have to fight for it to get beside him, you know what I mean? Tom Hardy, I love him, the most gorgeous man and actor, says Katrina in Navin. Hi Sinead, I would love to bring my... Um, 
10 year old because he would love to meet Donald Trump <laughs> my god says Alicia Alicia I don't know you gotta knock that out of him now Donald Trump I would love to pose beside I would love to pose beside Post Malone he's a massive inspiration in my life and I was at one of his concerts in Dublin in May loved every minute but I couldn't help myself I'd have to pose beside E.T. because come on who doesn't love E.T. <laughs> yes E.T. The celebrity of all ages. Uh, Taylor Swift as well, says Laura. Couldn't get tickets to her tour, so I'd post beside her. Bon Jovi says Melissa and Kells as well. Also, Tia Carlin. Quite rude. I'd pose beside Tom Hardy and put me hand in his bum. It's the nearest I'd get to grab it. Tia. Do not tolerate any of that behaviour. Keep those coming in. We're going to be picking winners very, very shortly. Just tell me what celebrity waxwork you'd pose beside and why. Thank God it's a waxwork, Tina. 086 1800 658. There's the fray. How to save a life on LMFM's 11 to 1. Music from Boyzone on the way. And getting back to some of your messages about vacations. The 11 to 1 show. Boys own, no matter what, on LMFM's 11 to 1. Oh, we're having a great time on these imaginary vacations, yeah. <laughs> this is all with thanks to Fulcher Ireland. We want you to experience the best vacation ever. I've been to Emerald Park and Fort Knox Megalithic Passage Tomb. And it was fantastic. And the best part about a vacation is you can experience so much close to home. You'll have great crack and experience the feeling of a holiday all in one day. And we have a €150 one for all voucher up for grabs. So I'm asking you to tell me about your best vacation ever. Samantha is right on the money. She says, I think the best vacation ever is the grandparents taking the kids away. As a family, we've had many a great day locally. Mosney used to be absolutely epic, getting the train, thinking we were great, and then meeting new people from start to finish. Yes! Didn't you meet summer friends? Samantha, we were talking about this before. You met summer friends for the day at Mosney. Absolutely brilliant. Yep, that was fantastic. Sinead, this is lovely. Sinead, we went as a family on my husband's first anniversary since his passing to Port Beach beyond Clotterhead. 20 of us remembering him. He absolutely loved the beach. Took out the blow-up tents for the kids. Lots of goodies. Ice cream van. It was like the Mediterranean. The beach, the water was warm. Lovely coffee and a bun truck. We had an absolute ball. It's a great toilet facility as well. Very important. Oh, very important. It's the most beautiful beach on the East Coast. Do you know what it is? It's, one, it's up there. It is, Pat. Thank you so much for sending that in. What a lovely vacation out with, with everyone there. That is great. Um, Sinead, every year we get the membership from em- Emerald Park. Do you know, that's something I'm thinking of doing as well. The kids love it. They want to go every day the summer holidays. It's great. So much to do and amazing food. Our five-year-old is already checking her height for the Kukulin roller coaster. <laughs> she can't wait, says Robert. Do keep those coming in. We're going to be picking a winner for the One for All voucher worth €150 on tomorrow's show. Tell us your best vacation ever. All of those entries going into the draw. So there's still time on tomorrow's show. I do have winners for our Wax Museum competition. I want to say congratulations to Katrina in Navin. Also Karen in Dunshockland. You are going along to the Wax Museum with the family. So enjoy those tickets. Now, back to the music. Here's Phil Collins. There's Phil Collins. You can't hurry, love. Finishing off our show. Join me tomorrow. I'll be live from Drogheda Credit Union chatting to all the staff there about their age-friendly services. That is my lot for today. Thanks so much for your company. Chat to you tomorrow. Oh, the 11 to 1 show.